Okay, get ready for some PGA DFS. Welcome everybody to the Sportsline DFS podcast. I am Adam Azer. He is Mike McClure. And today it's two for Tuesday. It's PGA and MLB. We'll do MLB on a separate episode. All right, Mike, we have got a nice, uh, a challenging, challenging tournament here, the TPC Sawgrass. What can you tell us about it? Yeah, the TPC Sawgrass is always challenging. It's the Players' Championship, and, you know, everyone in golf kind of calls this the fifth major uh, because it is the strongest field that we'll see, typically stronger than some of the majors just because of the way they invite players to those events. Uh, so this is the most difficult field we're going to see all season. This course is played as one of the top five hardest courses on tour, with the hardest hole on tour being the 18th. Uh, so it's a very difficult course. In the last 16 years, we've had 16 different winners here. And since the year 2000, Tiger Woods is the only player to win this event twice. Uh, so it's a very random, a lot of variance that comes in here. So we're going to be looking for players that are just have a really good all-around game. So the 18th hole you said is the toughest hole in in the PG in what all the tour ever history. Yeah, I'm a real golf aficionado. As... You can I can't even figure out how to formulate a question. You can tell. Yeah, so it's played as one of the most difficult holes, and and at times the most difficult hole on tour. And it's on been a tour. top five course in terms of being the most difficult course on tour. Okay, so uh, is it a? Does it have like the windmill, or does it have like the clown's mouth that opens? The 18th hole? Uh, yeah, essentially. It has the clown's mouth that opens in the okay. form of water hazards. There ah. are 25 water hazards at this course that show up on 14 of the holes. Uh, so that's a lot of water hazards, a lot of ways to get in trouble here. One thing that's really interesting about it is it's only 7,200 yards and a par 72, making it one of the shortest par 72 courses on tour. So you would think that it would play a little easier, but it's, it's one of those Pete Dye courses that is just very, very challenging. Who has the best course history at TPC Sawgrass? Uh, there's really three guys that stand out, but one above the rest, and that is Francesco Molinari. Uh, not necessarily a name you're used to hearing, but he has had a ton of success here at this event. Uh, he's finished sixth, seventh, and sixth in his last three starts here at this event. Uh, at 8,100 on DraftKings, he's certainly going to be popular, uh, but he, you know, his skill set really matches up well here, so he's someone we're going to be targeting. And then the other two guys are more household names that you're familiar with. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama has finished no worse than 23rd uh, in four starts in a top 10 at 7th. And then Rory McIlroy finished 35th last year, but he had 12th, 8th, and 6th place finishes in the three previous appearances here. So those are the three guys that really have any sort of meaningful course history. So uh, McIlroy, I know him, by the way. He's the most expensive at 11600 Molinari, Matsuyama are 81 and 8,500 respectively. And these are three players that, uh, definitely, you know, will be in some of Mike's lineups. We'll talk about that as we get on with the show, but, uh, three names that he gave you there might not be a bad idea to start with. Um, so what, is it a, a stars and scrubs type tournament on DFS, Mike, or a more balanced approach? What are you thinking? I'm thinking a more balanced approach personally. Uh, you know, you, we just mentioned Hideki Matsuyama. He's just the 15th most expensive golfer. And, you know, in terms of talent, he's certainly not the 15th best golfer. He should be in the top 10 for sure. Uh, and, you know, looking at some of the other names, we're going to get to Tiger Woods in a bit at only 8,600. Um, and Molinari there at 81. I think it makes a lot of sense to kind of take a balanced approach, knowing that this event has been kind of random. It's not one, you know, I, I mentioned that, that we've had 16 different winners in 16 years. So it's not like there's a guy at the top that just, you know, 
the overwhelming favorite's going to come in and dominate and win this event. That's just simply not the way it works at this course and the way it plays. Uh, so I tend to think that taking a more balanced approach is something that you're going to want to do, especially in your cash games this week. The favorites, Rory McIlroy, Jason Day, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler. But on a course where you, you mentioned, what, 16 years, 16 different winners, is that what you said? Yeah. Does it make sense to play, uh, try to get a couple favorites in there or, or what? How you, how, does it even matter who the favorites are on a course like this? Uh, it really doesn't. You know, this event, it's, it's kind of scattered. You know, you look at the odds and stuff too. You're, it's, you know, there's not like, you know, there, there are favorites, but they're not like overwhelming favorites like you see at some of the other events. And a lot of that is due to the strength of the field, but also some of it is due to the course. Um, I, I tend to think that you're only going to pay up for one of them if you're going to pay up. I don't think that you're trying to fit two of those guys in a lineup this week. And looking at the pricing, I think that Dustin Johnson has to jump out at you as just the fifth most expensive golfer. And he's currently ranked number one in the world. Uh, you know, he's obviously he's struggled at times this season, but he's still the best golfer in the world by the ranking system. And at 10,300. That certainly is the best value of the top five. That's Dustin Johnson. But can you do McElroy and Johnson? You could do McElroy and Johnson, but you're going to have to really dig deep to find some value here. Uh, and, you know, it's not impossible to do, but I, I don't tip, I don't think it's going to be a real winning strategy for cash games. I think it's a fine strategy in tournaments. Uh, if McElroy and Johnson, you know, end up playing well here, but uh, you know, as far as cash games go, I'm going to be focused on a balance approach making sure that I get all six of my golfers through the cut. Okay, then. Uh, let's talk about Tiger Woods. So Tiger is uh, 8600 a little bit more than Matsuyama, $100 more. He's 35 to 1. Do you want Tiger Woods in your DFS lineups for TPC Sawgrass? I do. I, I want all of the Tiger Woods this week. I will also be making a wager on Tiger to win the event outright this week. I do think that this is the best time out of any that he's got to win an event. Um, it's just the skill set matches the course very well. I mentioned how short the course was at just under 7,200 yards. Driving distance isn't going to come into play. Tiger's been very good in the top 10 in putting, you know, outside of a horrible week putting last week. Uh, but he's been very, very good there. And then if you look at the events that he's played well at, it's all Florida events. Tiger Woods dominates the state of Florida. This is a Florida course that he's very familiar with. Like I said, he's the only one who's won twice here since the year 2000. I love Tiger Woods this week. He will be in my optimal lineups. And like I said, I will be betting on him to win the event outright. All right. That's, that's pretty interesting. So again, 8,600 for Tiger Woods. And uh, we, you know, we're sort of completing a lineup as we go here. Now, if we need some values on DraftKings, anyone under 7,500 that you would consider, Mike? Uh, yeah, under 7,500, it's going to be guys like right at 7,500, Patrick Cantlay, Tony Finau, and then just under is going to be Luke List is the guy that I'm going to be targeting if I need to be under that 7,500 mark. Um, you know, if you can flex that up a little bit, you've got Cameron Smith, Matt Kuchar, who are both in good spots there. Um, and then one more name finally, Adam Hadwin, a guy we kind of mention every week here just because his skill set is really one that should be excelling on tour right now. At 7,300, he's another one that I really like below 7,500. So let's uh, let's build a lineup. What do you got for us? First of all, is there any of the, are any of the favorites in in your lineup? I know you're going to have plenty of uh, several lineups, but uh, are you spending big on anyone? 
I am not. My most expensive golfer is $8,700 at this point. In- okay, wow. So what do you want to reveal? Because we want everybody to go to sportsline.com and, and look at Mike's optimal lineup, get his final lineup uh, before this event starts. But anything you want to uh, anything you want to reveal, sir? It's up to you. Yeah, I want to. I'll, I'll reveal my uh, my core three. The three guys that I'm going to be building around this week are going to be Patrick Reed, Hideki Matsuyama, and Tiger Woods. Uh, all priced between eighty five and eighty seven hundred dollars. Uh, it's going to put you in a good spot where you can either grab one of the studs and go value, or continue with that middle uh, kind of mid range strategy there. But it's going to be Patrick Reed, Hideki Matsuyama, and Tiger Woods as my core three this week. Okay, so for the rest of the lineup, you can catch it on sportsline.com. And if you use the promo code DFS Podcast, how about one dollar for your first month? It's nine ninety nine a month for awesome advice. I mean, it's pretty easy to make ten bucks when you get this kind of advice, so that's all it is per month. Uh for the first month for one dollar, DFS Podcast is the promo code. This has been PGA. We'll have MLB today as well. Enjoy it, everybody. For Mike McClure, I'm Adam Azer. Speak to you soon on the Sportsline DFS podcast.